0: Ladies and gentlemen, a man who needs no introduction at all, I'd like to welcome here on Articulate with Steve McJones, Evan Patterson. This time for oh, yeah, what are we starting out with? We are starting out with, how was your night tonight, Evan?
1: How's my night? Honestly, we had... We were pretty steady. It was... For okay. a Sunday. So many times, especially since COVID has happened, I've like walked in. Best one, I think, was... Uh... Uh, homecoming weekend because it was my midterm week mm-hmm. and I was up to like four or five writing these papers for one class. It was sending, like a 25 page paper and like I finally got it in and it was due like that Friday night and I wrote most of it, woke up in the morning, wrote the rest, got it turned in by like one o'clock and then got into work. I was like, okay, I got through all my exams all the way, got it, yada, yada, so on and so forth, got into the tavern and you're like, ready for homecoming and i was just like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. So, fuck yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so it's like
0: similar tonight you walk in and i'm like oh the server called off so you're alone you're alone it is you and i was
1: like nice and you're like so, i was like so no one goes out to the patio and you're like absolutely for sure first group comes in, so what's about what's out what about what's
0: yeah. out i was like <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no you said that and then i look at the reservation and it says Patio, <laughs> like specifically. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I'm lie, like, oh, all right, of course, yeah. Uh, and it's not cold. It wouldn't be cold why anymore. Would have, no, why, why would it be cold? <laughs> no, no, okay. No. Uh, no, no, but no, yeah, It dude. was you, me,
1: and Chef, and Kate, who is a godsend of uh, human Seriously. Baby. She's man. just so wonderful. And
0: she's so patient at standing at the the host stand just doing nothing. Like, oh my God. I could not do that for the amount that she does. It's but fascinating. She. It's, She's She's, great. She's amazing.
1: Honestly, just like with this transition with COVID, especially, I mean, I'm just sitting in front of a computer screen all day. It's great, especially having like ADHD off the charts and just going (laughs) going into a major that's very hands on, very, you know, patient, person,
0: individual focused. Could you remind us of your major? Pardon me. Nursing.
1: I forget. Yeah, no,
0: it's all good. Talking to people that don't know me. (laughs) Um,
1: And of course, like, that's like, again, very hands on, clinical based and then now everything's virtual and mm-hmm. so again very used to being very hands on all the time and by i don't know how to put this right but point being is is that like again bartending nursing everything's like very i know where, i know where i'm good and that's with people right. and then that's like kind of my way of getting out way of no longer like work is a great way of me just being able to dedicate all that like extra Anxiety, need to do something sitting in front of a computer all day, and just like having somebody that's on a completely different wavelength, just like chill, hang yeah. out, you know, on their not
0: on their phone, but yeah, you know, just, but just like, chill yeah, like and laid back, like, back.
1: I'm just like I accepting can't, I, I the need reality, to just like explode onto something, <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, I to
0: get but it. what you're saying about like, you know, something that you're good at and like doing it with that hands on type thing is something that like kind of drew put into perspective a little bit. Drew's our uh, chef at mm. the inn. And he's just like, you know, a lot of times within newer jobs, you feel that stress and you feel that anxiety. But after a certain amount of years or a certain amount of time, comfortability, you get confident in the things you know you're good at. You know, you can just come in and do your job and be good at it. You isn't know,
1: it's just so good for your head is just be yeah. like able to do something that you're good at. Right. I mean, just feel confident in yourself, feel good about yourself, get in that groove. Mm-hmm. Get, I mean, it's again, even like when it's like, I feel like it's weird to say that sometimes when something is stressful, but you know that you can get through it because you've done it a hundred times, yeah. it's just so good for you just to, like, go through it and get that, like, overcome adversity, but you know that you can do it. Right. It has that,
0: it's just very mm-hmm. reassuring. Yeah, and then it adds on to your confidence for later. Like Absolutely. In, in any other sense. Like walking in today, you're like, eh, yeah, yeah. Good luck. Yeah. <laughs> you got this big guy. Yeah. <laughs> I, was like, you know, yeah. And, was I mean, I knew I was going to be there to help you. Oh, no. I was, yeah. I, I'm
1: saying it's like I wasn't worried about it at all because I know we'd we done that. we have been through times. way worse. You and I had done that a hundred times. Way worse. <laughs> way worse.
0: Way worse. So, yeah. No, I remember coming back to the inn after summer and then starting to bartend and being like overwhelmed because everybody else was gone. I was the only bartender. And then just being like, oh, yeah, I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> and like it was almost like getting into that flow of just like – you ever just feel like you're just circling around the bar, like not circling around the bar, mm-hmm. but like spinning around behind the bar? Oh, You're absolutely. just like spinning, you know? I, I don't know what it is, but it just feels like you're spinning, and that's like, oh yeah, oh, just getting yeah. To do the, oh I got just this, getting, no, yeah, no, just I know, just what, getting is, into I know it sure. what it's
1: about. It's so cool because uh, last night my parents came in, and both of them, I think combined, they probably have like 50 years of bartending or not bartending specifically, but restaurant experience. Most of it, a lot of it, being behind the bar. And it's just really cool to again be able to show off what I'm good at. Show again, being able to be in that groove. It was just like cool, just like to be able to show what I'm about and like show where I'm at. Yeah. And it's just I, my mom is just really. <laughs> I don't know if we should talk about other people that are at the tavern. I won't. But <laughs> the it was a very very busy night, and we were not well equipped by the time that I came in. Mm -hmm. And it was really cool just to kind of...
0: She could see what was going on.
1: But like somebody that has that experience, right? As you talked about, it's like getting that confidence, getting that group, but also just like getting that knowledge about the ins and outs of how that system works. Right. The people that have been in the restaurant industry for so long, they can just sit in a corner and know everything that's going on in the whole restaurant just by like watching like one person work. It's really cool actually to be with somebody
0: like that. Just like see see how... Well, and especially if it's your parents too, you know, and they kind of... Yeah. Raised me in that, yeah, yeah a little <laughs> came bit. bit. Came, yeah. out the, came, came out the womb, but like, like I've never eighty six
1: isn't behind on the lines.
0: Yeah, but I've never like I don't think I've ever served my parents, and if I have, it was when I was first starting out, like right. at, the, at the ice cream parlor when I was like seventeen. Yeah. You know, absolutely. They've never come up to the end, and I've never been able to wear like now that I wear a suit. You know, they don't see me like as that man. You know, they haven't right. seen me in that light yet.
1: Yeah, um, which in is role.
0: interesting to see that's gonna play out, but uh, I feel like for you, you know, like you said, it just feels good to just be like, yeah, you know, this I'm, is what I I'm do. a good bartender. <laughs> this, is, this is my
1: thing now. Yeah, this, this is, is something think. that I love. This is something yeah. that's a part of me. Um, and, um, it's just such a. It's I honestly like as we we'd been talking about before we started the podcast, like looking back. And this one, this one I'm going to call my redemption round because mm-hmm. honestly, I'm just like thinking about <laughs> the vindication, the vindication,
0: right?
1: the, this one goes to 11, <laughs> um, I just like thinking back to where I was, we've filmed the first podcast or, or the second, I mean, just where I'm at mentally, where I'm at in, in life, within the tavern, within school, within relationships, within everything. It's just fascinating to see. Where I'm at compared to where I was. Oh that. my. And it's dude, just, it
0: feels like it's been years. It's
1: fascinating, especially like, we, I mean, Lord, we were, the last one we filmed was, <laughs> you have that Stephen <laughs> A quote. Um, this, this is a bad day. Is uh, <laughs> this a <laughs> very bad day.
0: <laughs>
1: and it was just right when COVID hit. And it's just like, that, I think, was a big catalyst for a lot of people to make a change. And just looking back on it, I just am very proud of where I'm at now and it's just a wonderful feeling to see that difference and I I feel like a lot of times people like you know kind
0: of stick up their nose and they're just like
1: oh you know I'm so much more mature than I was then but it's just like it's just
0: it's it's, like it's the fact that how far we plunged we plummeted after like mentally like Mm -hmm. with into depression and anxiety and like just seeing where the world was going and like just again like I just feel like I plummeted so far that there's no way... And, I'm not, and not to say that there's no way I'll never get, you know, sad again or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, like, not in the same way. You know?
1: And just like, as we were talking about before, facing that adversity, developing those coping mechanisms, developing... I mean, that's all that... Experiences, right? I mean, on my psychology class, we talked about that experiences and what happens to you. It's what you do with it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, being able to move past that, giving that, getting that confidence in life, as we're talking about, with right? Work
0: microcosm, it's the same thing. yeah, it's a microcosmic g- example, and it's just, especially, especially
1: with with COVID. I mean, I just as we're talking about with. Um, just that security as you were talking about before with the the lizard brain or whatever, or like even related to, I guess, Maslow's hierarchy or whatever you want to say, having that foundation, having that security, and being able to have that freedom of being able to have a perspective of having that secure foundation and being able to start thinking about yourself and start being able to improve on where you are and who you are as a person and having that
0: I feel like that big event of COVID and the protests and everything really shook that foundation and that's why and that's what was scary to us was being like okay are we gonna have to start to focus on the basic needs again are we gonna have to like worry about getting food and water and, and, and all these things and so yeah no definitely progressing beyond that again like it just feels so much better now and we were at a point, remember, when we both started in, at the end of August where we were like, oh, yeah, we're back. We're better than ever. I don't know if you remember. Mm-hmm. We were like, we're in a good mental state right now. And then the months following, we're uh, just some was, of the sh- – again. Just was, a monsoon. <laughs> yeah, just a monsoon. Uh, yeah, the- and so that's why, you know, we're feeling good right now. But like we were just talking about, like earlier before you came over, I was just like, I feel like I'm in such a – like, I just feel weird. I, it, it, it's – I'm just weirdly happy. I don't know. Is this, know. this is yeah. what this is? Is this what they talk about? The, the joy? <laughs> uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> is this the happiness? Mm. Um, you're also talking about how you thought it was going to be a good year and how I'm cautiously optimistic. And not cautiously about, uh, optimistic. And, and maybe even a little bit pessimistic about how it just feels, it, it's scary, honestly, how quickly it's turned around for me. And I feel very, very, very fortunate. I mean, so many things have uh, absolutely just landed in my lap, and mm-hmm. as much as uh, my girlfriend hates it when I bring it up, but a lot of it has to do with having that again, that foundation, that backbone, that support to be able to start to look at yourself and try to improve yourself, and being able to have that security about you know that everything's safe, everything is something that like really needs that control, mm-hmm. and then being able to. Finally, for the first time in my life, I feel secure about myself, about where I'm at. Right. So, being able to start to, you know, look at myself for the growth of the future. And something that we were going to talk about was our old boss and good friend, Ashley. Mm. Um, just made the decision, of course, to travel. With,
0: I, I she, was it, on, she was on and the she podcast. Said, yeah. right? and Ashley's she, Cookies. Ashley's Cookies, yeah. And she, was, yeah, she talked about it. Yeah. This was right before she left. Unbelievably inspirational to me. And... The fact that she went to go travel the country. She's starting in Maine.
1: Made that decision oh. to live
0: her life now
1: is the right. biggest thing to me. And especially right. as young as I am, is like I want to do the same thing. I want to see something new. I want to experience something new. I want to grow. I want to be a new person. I, and we talked about this before. It's like wanting to live multiple lives in this life. Mm-hmm. Wanting to see different parts of the world. Wanting to be different people. Not
0: different people, but... To explore different to parts of your identity
1: and who you are, absolutely, right. and right. just wanting to know more about what I am, and especially, I think that the, that's what the pandemic's definitely done for me, is it's pushed me to be able to realize more of myself, and I right. am,
0: turned our our sights in in, tier, in introspective,
1: basically, absolutely, yeah. And again, I think that I was I was very very lucky in being able to have a lot of that. I keep on saying security too much, but having that be able to finally be realized for the first time in my life and being able to also have that time
0: to do it
1: and exactly. And just like to focus on myself and be proud of where I'm at is just a really really, Cool Experiences we we're talking about, it's just so scary how sudden it's changed. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's like, like, again, like, where, it's, when, when I'm is, it fall? Where is it gonna a little uneasy? Where's the monsoons coming over the about horizon? It, <laughs> sure. We're just getting ready for, sure, for sure.
0: definitely. But I, I mean, just a real quick thing, um, you know, being present is something that I've kind of learned to focus on. Within this time of of introspection and kind of, you know, that's what meditation helps me a lot with, and like you know, feeling your senses, looking around, and kind of like sniffing, smelling, hearing, grinding type yourself, of yeah, right? grounding yourself, and so, and that's what you're supposed to do in the the bad state when you're sad or depressed or whatever to make you kind of. Get out of your mind about things a little bit, but you should also do it in the present so that way, you know, when you're when you're happy as can well. Enjoy it as well. Yeah, so that way you can enjoy it and you don't compare it to the bad and you know, comparing things is never healthy, I, I think in my opinion. Look, <laughs> I love the way you put that. Yeah.
1: The just being present in all of your life, I think, is is so important. I think it also goes back to what we were talking about with trying to experience as much of your life as possible. I think that you have to be living in the present to be able to to be able to appreciate right. that present stance and,
0: and that's in and, and that in in doing that, it, it you are more affected by your surroundings. So like you said, you become different people, you fulfill different parts of your identity because you are fully living where you are. So if you're changing where you are or you know, you're going through different routines or different I you know, just ideals in your in your mind or or learning different things. You you do Just kind of go down different paths in your brain and fully explore your identity, which Mm -hmm. I really love. And that's like that's one of my favorite things. Personal development is a very strong interest of mine. um, That being able to
1: appreciate yourself, being able to appreciate those different aspects of yourself, especially as you grow, especially as you age, especially as you change, and I think that being able to put yourself in that environment for success is a really difficult hurdle. Um, Because it's so scary. I mean, I think that... I, I mean, you say, for example, our last podcast. I think that one of the biggest reasons why I won't go back and re-listen to it is I fixated on Nevada the whole time. I was not in a good place mentally. Hmm. And so I had that profound experience that completely changed my life. And that's what I had. And I held on to it the whole time mm-hmm. when I was going through all those rough things is just because it was—it it was just... It was like those extremes were everything that I wanted and it was just like, it was just like, you know, that kind of like taste of the forbidden fruit almost. Yeah. And like I couldn't allow myself while I felt so stuck to be able to think about anything else because it was, that, that's just what I had to hold onto. It was like that promise of the future. And now that I'm finally, again, feel more free than I ever have before, it's tough to think back on how much I really just feel fixate on that and really just never allowed myself to Right, it.
0: and fixation can be healthy to a point I believe I know that again it's 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 stunting in a way but also like you said it did help you get through a period of your it life absolutely right? did help you me. know and, and and I can fully agree with that but I think the idea of being more open to different ideas and being open to even the, the idea of despair or you know whatever like accepting the the troubles to come mm-hmm. is part of be, becoming a, a more at peace person. Whether that means happier or successful or whatever
1: to you. I absolutely hear what you're saying. But what I was mostly just like getting at is that fear of putting yourself out there of like where you can be successful. I mean that's why I think a lot of people procrastinate. That's why a lot of people allow themselves to have that. Um, I think it's called the handicapping effect. Mm-hmm. Like where you will allow... Things to get in your way so that you can say, it's like, oh, well, I got to be in that class because of this, that, and the other thing. Because you weren't going to allow yourself to give it your all because then if you still failed, then you had nothing left but to blame yourself. Right. I think that was the biggest thing that I really had. That was something I really had to focus on recently was is really trying to give all of myself to as many aspects of my life as I possibly could, and again, it's might so be, tiring. Dude. It's it is exhausting, and it might just be that might have been a little unhealthy, and a couple of places I might have kind of given a little bit too much. Mm-hmm. But again, that's just growth. That's just figuring out, finding that balance, and getting older and getting that experience, living different lives, <laughs> living different lives. No, bro. Uh, I
0: was listening to this uh, Duncan Trussell. He's a, a podcaster, and he has his show called Midnight Gospel. On oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that yeah. guy. Um, but yeah, he's crazy, and this is gonna go kind of on a tangent. But he go talks about you know his he went on the DMT DMT trip where he had this experience where uh, you know it was at um, what's the thing in the desert where they burn Burning men where they yeah, bur- yeah. where they burn men you where know they burn the men yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> um, but it was this experience where he was just talking about how he realized like. He started believing in reincarnation, but not in the typical way. He believes it in this way where, you know, reincarnation involves coming back to at any point, like when you die, you come back to where you want to come back to in your life. And like, because there are multiple different parts of your life, right? So you can come back to like, you know, high school and just relive that if you wanted to and be reborn in that way and live in that sense or come back to who you were when you're 20s or like. Like you we were talking about, like you, you have all these different lives, the periods in your life.
1: I think I don't want to misquote it, but I definitely think that I've heard of um, religions that are based around that, where they have focal points. It's kind of similar to deja vu, like where it's like you feel like you've been there before, but it's like those points, those extreme uh, memories, like where you are absolutely think that you know you've. This is like a point in your life that's like a a, 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 a like a turning point almost. Yeah. It's like those. Uh, I think there are religions out there that think that it's like that's one of the yeah. ones you come back
0: to. Well, and and, and it plays into uh, the multiple reality theory as well. Like where you come back, and since you have <laughs> since you have been been reincarnated into this point in your life, you can make a better decision if you wanted to. And what he what his kind of theory about it was is like life is more. Instead of circular, it's more of a spiral and, and you can choose to keep, you know, you get this gravitational pull of making bad decisions of saying you have this these arguments in your head and then you can choose to say something that you know is kind of mean to somebody, but it makes yeah. you feel... Like, again, it makes you fall into this gravitational pool, or you can choose to make a better decision with this point in your life and it pulls you out into the next level of the spiral a little bit and kind of – it makes you feel better and like you have less gravitational weight towards whatever the bad thing was or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, kind of living... like that like
1: time fishbone scale thing, like where it's like there's like lots of there's like a main line but there's lots of different tangents
0: Right, it. right. And and some of those tangents are better, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? You go back and... to that point and make the better decision, try it again. Right, yeah, exactly. That's so be... <laughs> Right. So living this one life that we are experiencing currently, you know, it's it's trying to make those better decisions, not falling into that gravitational pool. Living the best reality that you have you exist in, you know that, or that your reincarnation wants to choose to live in, you know.
1: I think that's what all these uh, philosophies are kind of like getting around to, and like a different way. And I think that I really like that philosophy, but for me, I think a lot of it is just that I'm not positive that there is an act to and I'm not sure about it. So I think that that's why I want to live as much of this as I possibly can, experience as much of this as I possibly can, live because I want to experience that diversity of life while. I can experience it. And while everybody has a different way of looking at it, I think that everybody just wants to feel that. That was that that, that little crazy feeling, that, that is this ha- the happiness? <laughs> is this the joy? Yeah, this weird
0: thing, thing, thing we call happy. Yeah. I think
1: that that's, of course, what everybody's seeking. Yeah, no, that's fair. And fair again, it it that's so where the different.
0: grounding comes in handy, so I don't overthink the spiral of life or the multiple realities that there are and just kind of the joy in this moment and, yeah you know coming into work and being like you got this <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're yeah you ready yeah absolutely. Um, and so yeah I'm glad to be in this this moment where you can um, go and
1: hang out with a friend and go and you know chat with them and record, record it record podcast and, yeah and, and you um, know, go, go back to and
0: not age because there's no, no stress right no oh okay so <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Hold on, let me let me, let, let me smack this uh, this spliff here. For, I like how you brought your own Sherlock Holmes pipe to hit your own tobacco out of out of your own little. You were too kind. Yeah, this is this, is
1: this is I do call it my uh, dear Watson. Um, my dear Watson, um, you want to hit some uh, taste taste the Scotland Yard <laughs> Scotland Yard? Um, so we were talking about is a point that you wanted to talk about, which is a really cool concept. So basically, a lot of the way that Uh, physiologically or theoretically aging supposedly works is based on these little caps on your chromosomes that are called telomeres
0: and they say that a little bit telomeres telomeres okay
1: and they shorten every time that they replicate right so there's basically a cap if you will. Uh-huh. Because they are caps. No cap, um, bro. No cap, bro. Never, no. never had one. No cap? There's caps. <laughs> uh, there's caps, bro. <laughs> caps on caps on caps. Anyway. Caps on caps. So, they shorten as you age, is the theory. So, there's lots of theories. Um, the, there's another theory based around lactic acid in your muscles that builds up over time, and that may, causes your muscle tear. But, like, why... Like, when you, you lactate... Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's all about your mammaries. Yeah. You know, you have bad mammaries. <laughs> yeah. God dang it. We're too bad at this. So uh,
0: <laughs>
1: the idea is, is that as you age, they shorten until that, and that's why we physiologically age as a species. Mm-hmm. The thing is, that's really interesting about that is cancer cells have something called telomerase. Which inhibits that shortening of the telomeres. So that's why cancer cells can replicate infinitely mm. without having any signs and symptoms of aging. Um, also, we're talking what we you're referring to as stress mm-hmm.
0: shortens your telomeres. Right. So directly, stress it ages you. Ages you, and you see that with President Obama. That's exactly, what we're talking. I was just about to go. Those That's one of my favorite Obama. things about like
1: his uh, was the White House correspondence Dinner, When mm-hmm. he shows like I was uh, pictures of him next to Michelle. It was like him in 2008 next to Michelle, and like him in like 2012 next to Michelle. Then he said like to him in and- 2016 next to someone is like her next to a skeleton but yeah and that's I think is really important for as you're talking about the grounding with everything else with mental health um, taking care of yourself and prioritizing yourself mm-hmm. is a really tough thing I think for a lot of people to do as as we as this as a society value that selfless effort and cherish people who can Put others before themselves. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of times the catch twenty two of that is, is that you can give too much. You can try to be too much for other people, and it really can drag, drag
0: yourself drag you down. Back. Yeah. Exactly, and and that's something that I think you have to work on your whole life, right? Mm-hmm. And so to bring kind of another aspect into it, the, like, ex booze, current booze type thing, you know, the booze, mm-hmm. The boo-boos. Well, yeah, I, I think, <laughs> yeah, well, stress is the boo-boo, right? Definitely. Um, but I think, you know, you really have to figure out how much, you know, you have to continue to work on that balance so that way you don't put it on somebody else within a relationship, right? Oh, absolutely. And, and, and so, like, for me, I think... My, I have two extremes in the direction of relationships, right? Mm-hmm. I personally have seen my older brother get very committed into a relationship and then get very hurt later, you know, mm-hmm. because he gives everything, he gives us all, he gives all the love, and and that's not a bad way to live, you know. He gets this extreme of Couldn't love. Related to that, <laughs> yeah. No, I, luckily, yeah. And so, personally, for me, I see that happen and how hurt he gets a lot of the time. And see, okay, I don't want to commit to anything, you know I don't want to put my all into into whatever, right, but then on the other extreme, the world is ending, right <laughs> <laughs> The world is ending, so it's like so it's like I want to love to an extreme because it's like. You know, what's the point of loving if things are going to end? You, you know, it's like I don't want to yeah, like, the mind calendar is like, "Baby, then's tomorrow." Yeah, yeah, yeah baby, baby <laughs> it's over, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Um so, you know, I think within learning, like you said, learning that balance of of how much you need to give versus how much like cuz I just want to give it all to the person I love, but I you know, I have to realize that they have their own life. They have their own Maslow's uh, pyramid hierarchy or whatever it is, <laughs> Maslow's. Yeah, you yeah. killed it. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I'm I know. Bad. No, I actually have been referencing that a lot since you talked about self-actualization and kind of giving me the
1: basis. It's, it's, uh, as we're talking about, like having that freedom to have that perspective now is something that's so new to me and is something that is... Really
0: and maybe that's why we
1: feel happy, because it feels so new. Wonderful. And, and, and because I think that I, for the longest time I didn't think I would... Not that I wouldn't get here, but maybe I don't... I don't know. So, with talking about your brother, I think that's like another important thing when you're thinking about relationships. Is, is What we were just talking about is, is is taking that step, having that confidence to take that giant leap of faith and risk. Because that's what relationships are.
0: Oh, every time. To,
1: to give yourself and be vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Um, and that defensive mechanisms to shut everything down, hold everything back, protect yourself after you're hurt, is a very, very common and... Understandable mm-hmm. response,
0: and it's what makes us human in a way, and it's what a lot of people can relate on. Absolutely,
1: I think that that was something that shocked me, and where I am now is is that I was not looking really for a new relationship with where I am at now, and just so much of what I was looking for just kind of popped up right in front of me and it was kind of a little bit startling again as we were talking about with this crazy transition crazy change and everything it was just it's it's all very scary with it when everything starts kind of clicking into the right place yeah because um, you don't know how long it's gonna last exactly and it's like when, it, when it, it's when it's what you want it's what you're wanting to be and we're talking about with self-actualization or just like Self-improvement, being able to focus on yourself and be proud of who you are and be proud of where you're at and be able to fully be yourself unabashedly and love every second of it is Mm -hmm. just an experience that is so wonderful. And I hope that everybody gets to experience it because I, again, was like talking about like graduating from college, moving on, doing all these new things and having... Having just that capability to have that perspective is just a, just a massive weight off my shoulders. Because again, I was like, I, I knew I needed to get to this point. Right. I knew I needed to get to the place like where I could grow to be able to be a professional, to be able to be a nurse, to be able to be hopefully one day, fingers and cross a psychiatric (laughs) practitioner to be able to help people do what i think i need to be able to the person i need to be able to be to be able to be fulfilled right and to get myself to that place and i needed to have this foundation financially um emotionally mentally physically Mm -hmm. to be able to get to that place to be able to grow and be the person i know i need to be is again it's it's freeing to be able to it's the same thing as like when you have that massive project over your shoulders right in school and you have a whole bunch of little assignments before you can get to that big project
0: then mm-hmm.
1: you finally get to get done with all that little bullshit assignments and you yeah. finally get to work on a big project it's just yeah. so relieving just to be able to get to it
0: right and i just think and that, that's like the last so like w- you and i are both in the last parts of our college career and that's that's what it is that you know, I'm not, and I'm not trying meaning to
1: say like I am.
0: I am to that point of of
1: trying to be able to fulfill myself, but just like being on the journey and being able to recognize that I think that I am on that the path. right path. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's 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 it is very relieving. Right. So that's the way I would put it.
0: Right, and and you know, for me, it was personally really hard to recognize that, um, like you were saying, because. You know, I never wanted to go to college. Um, I really didn't. I, I, I wanted to no. go I mean, yeah, yeah, not at all. Uh, OU's ugly. It was, uh, it, well, that's, yeah. OU's the opposite of ugly. But, you know, just in general, the institution, the schooling, the system of debt, you know, that, that, that whole thing. Oh, man. That, that, that whole bitch. thing. Yeah. You know, um, just was not a fan of it, personally. But now I'm getting to the point where... Again, I felt like college was not a decision that I made. I feel like it was made for me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm getting to a point where in my life I'm making decisions and I am making the decisions. You know what I mean? Like I feel like whatever happens, yes, there's going to be ups and downs, but it's going to be due to my own choices, the things that I've decided to do. And so I think that in in a way adds to that fulfillment because... You're finally playing into your identity more, you know, like you're, you're finally fulfilling a a little bit of, of more, you know, like we said, like we were talking about paths that, that you fulfill your identity on, lives that you choose that you want to live as opposed to lives you were kind of handed. Um, Absolutely. So do you feel like that's like,
1: I mean... I'm just curious what you think about it. Do you think that that's uh, exhilarating, exciting, scary?
0: Well, Uh, it's weird. (laughs) Like I I said, it's weird right now. It's weird. (laughs) It's weird. Yeah, because it feels right now before, again, I I haven't lived any of the consequences of making my own decisions yet because I feel like I'm in the process of making my own decisions to lead to life decisions. So, I'm in the process of making these decisions, which is great. This is the part that feels good. It's like, yeah, I get to make these decisions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, reaping those seeds that you sow is going to be completely different. Um, time to reap, time to sow, time to heal. Mm-hmm. You yeah, so, you know, I'm going to make one of these decisions, and if I choose to... You know, there's always going to be problems that occur. If I choose the hospitality route, I'm going to be like, dude, why did I do this? I could have had an easy 9-to-5 job or whatever. That would have been don't worry, way less stressful. do Make
1: a jump. Make a change. Make a leap. Do an Ashley. Like, fucking move to Maine. Make the... I, I mean, so... I don't know. I think... While we're young it's so important and we owe it to our future selves. So you talk about that point, possibly those focal points that you want to come back to mm-hmm. right now. I know for a fact that I want to move. I want to get out. I want to still be with my partner, but I, I want to, you know, bundle up, take him with me in a suitcase <laughs> and move out West. To like just see something new, like experience the world, yeah. experience what I can be, what I can do and where I can go. And I know that if I don't do that, I will regret it. And I think that that's, the yeah. thing. it's like being able to not just like see the focal point for it being there, but seeing how, if you were to go back in time, you know, and, and your example, if you were to go back to this place now, what, what, what the fuck are you going to do? Yeah. And I think that I know that no matter how many times I go forward, no matter how many times I would go back, I know that the choice that I would make is to make that jump. Yeah. And I'm ready for it. I'm ready for something. Yeah. Later. I'm ready to make that change. Right?
0: Something new, dude. I am so excited. And I'm just, so excited for you. And, so- and, 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 and honestly, this is, and this is coming at it from a worse perspective. Like I like the idea of coming at something new and being, exploring different options, but the idea of leaving this behind as well, just like all the experiences ups and mostly downs, you know what I mean? Leaving that behind within Ohio. It just seems just so, like, it'll be such a release.
1: Especially Athens for me, I think. <sighs> it's, it's, I know we, we have very different uh, feelings about Athens right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but Athens for me is a very, very comfortable bubble. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that I was very aware of that, especially when, when it came time for this most recent election. My ideology, my way of looking at the world, my way of... My approach to life was shared by almost everybody around me. And I think that that's one thing that I was like, I don't know if I can grow in that environment. It's like everybody's just still stuck in that mental spot of change, growth, development. But it's like... Stuck in Athens. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's not... I don't know. I don't think it's conducive to
0: to growth where I'm
1: wanting it.
0: Yeah. Well, and so a lot of part, it's something I actually mentioned in one of my older podcasts called deal with it. If you're interested, do. deal with it is it's, um, it, it's the, the real, I feel like we had the realization here of, Oh, change and growth is a good thing. That's the, where we we're in Athens. We, we need, we decided to, to learn and do things and grow and, and continue on with our lives. But then again, part of that realization is realizing you gotta keep doing that, you know? Yeah, that, you gotta did, keep like putting did, effort into that. He
1: did a terrible job of describing what I was meaning, but like, I think it's like college is such a really, really cool, unique place in life where everybody's in that same mindset, like, where everybody's just like ready to explore themselves, ready to explore the world, ready to explore their ideology, their everything, question everything. And I think that's really, really cool mm-hmm. about education, especially about college. But I think that there is, as you said, it's always a journey throughout all of life. And mm-hmm. I think that that is a very, like the seedlings of, you know, that change that you need to make. Is right. that mentality, that ideology of that's like what you're in college. Mm-hmm. And I think that a college town especially kind of fosters that, but also makes you reside Stunts yeah. Just, um, it. So I think that I, while I have absolutely appreciated the Individual that I am becoming, and I think that a lot of it has to do with where I'm at and my circumstance, and again, who I'm surrounding myself with. You, 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 you as well. Yeah, um, we I, I, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm itch- it's the gypsy in me, man. I'm itching, I'm itching to get it's out sure. of here. I'm itching, I'm itching to see
0: something new. I feel it, I 100% feel it. So,
1: talk to me. So, I had said that I was wanting to go out west, you know. Go go go! Be a pioneer. Go back out on a ranch. Go back and go be crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah,
0: and that stems. Probably from Nevada. Oh, it absolutely does, yeah, and course. I think
1: I've talked enough about Nevada on the last podcast. Right? Just... If you
0: if you don't know about Nevada, you don't. Those who know know. You Those know. Those who know definitely know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: making a making a fool out of myself and some pickup trucks and planes. Actually, that's really funny. So, uh, something I didn't tell Haley about was the plane story, and I'm sure I probably talked about that on the last podcast. Possibly. Uh, yeah. No, flying, you flying that. Concept oh. experimental plane over the Ruby Mountains, and yeah, and friend, seeing
0: all those amazing sights. My friend is having an absolute heart attack, like,
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. him and it going on there. Yeah. Um, very wisely. By the way, I hope to God somehow my mom never hears about this because I was, she was like, no plane I was like, Abs- absolutely not, no plane, yeah, no plane, literally <laughs> never. First thing I did. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going fly. on. I was going on the plane. I flew it. <laughs> um, I didn't tell Haley about it. <laughs> like very purposefully. Right. And then she was like, How did I never hear about this one? I was like, Oh, probably because I should have told you that I was on this like rink it rinka, it, rinka it whatever <laughs> plane. And Rinky dinky like, plane. I was yeah. just like, Yeah, no, I can I can play this. <laughs> like, it's, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> I, I got this one. Yeah.
0: Um but what was the reason that you Brought that up? <laughs> no clue. No idea. <laughs> so no idea. I'd Going out it. west? So we're talking to about
1: I was curious about where, what, what you're thinking about. You're talking about New York. You're talking about different internships. You're I, talking about
0: yeah, that. no. And so it's really hard for me because to figure out what the next steps are. I was to say, sorry to put you on the spot. No, and, I, and that's all right yeah. because like to talk about it out loud helps to figure things out, right? Processing. um so the ultimate goal for me is to still, like, I have this, you know, it's that feeling, that that same feeling of that itch to get out of Ohio, type in and explore who you are. It's that itch, but it's that itch geared towards exploring the entertainment industry. I don't know why, but I really feel pulled. I just feel something pulling me towards exploring my, you know, the, my value. Yourself, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> myself. Exactly. But m- myself in, like, I the fact that I value comedy so Highly, and the fact that I find truth in comedy, and the fact that I I think I could be good at it, you know what I mean. All of those things make me want to follow this goal of pursuing a career within the entertainment industry, and you know, and that doesn't have to entail stardom. You know, I'm not I'm not seeking stardom. It'd be nice. I'm not gonna lie, but you know, to to to, again, it's more about the truth that. Having a platform where you can toss yourself, express yourself, and that's why Dave Chappelle is one of my—he is my favorite comedian because he not only uses his platform to make people laugh, but he uses his platform to change, to 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 grow, and to to show people who he is as a genuine individual and to express ideology that he finds truthful. And a a
1: different perspective, which is why I think is so so. Vital to comedy is that it, it not only humanizes and makes things humorous but it really takes a, a serious look while on the extreme and at the boundary mm-hmm. but it takes a look at humanity and what we all have to offer and I think that taking a look at or having that desire to want to explore yourself through art through any form of self-expression is incredibly it, it, it's it's very commendable. I think that's really, really cool. And any yeah. person that wants to explore themselves. And I think that the, I have, like, take my roommate, for example, his, uh, his uh, Mick Holloway. He is, like, explores a lot of himself in music. And I mean, I have a lot of friends who either did comedy, improv, are artists. Um, I think that it's just always so cool to have an outlet to explore yourself. Mm-hmm. But to, again, Explore that vulnerability of yourself and who you are and try to be able to move forward with that crux of an outlet just to, to be able to view it. And that's just really, really cool.
0: I think right. for everybody. And where the, the problem, the conflict occurs is within monetizing that exploration of creativity, yeah. <laughs> which is a little bit more difficult than just exploring it. Um, and, and that's, that's the hard part. That's the, you know, that's me getting to that goal, that obstacle of monetization comes in and, and being able to support myself financially throughout that exploration. So my goal personally is to have a job, have a full-time job that isn't based in comedy. So that way I can be supported in doing that.
1: Yeah. I, I think like a big thing is, is, is that how you value yours or how you view, excuse me, your success and what you were talking about before was being happy and being fulfilled and being able to express yourself and i think those are all really awesome objectives and goals towards your future Mm um and as you said you're not looking for fame you're not looking for anything else towards it it's just that purity that truth that honesty and again it's incredibly commendable I think it's really really neat to, to want to explore those parts of yourself explore those parts of humanity explore those parts of your experience in life and it, just like a, it it reflects what you value and I think that's what I always really appreciate about you and other people is, is that what you're looking for in your life I think shows a lot about your character mm-hmm. and what you want um, right
0: and I mean it's the same way for you you know Exploring nursing and getting your doctorate and going west—it it, going west adds that potential factor of how influential you want to be within your major of nursing, which again is very commendable because you want to spread as much hope and uh, you know positivity and beneficial <laughs> medicine and whatnot towards the the entire world.
1: I think it goes into that whole idea of is there altruism is there. uh what's the word i'm looking for um doing something purely for somebody else i can't think of the word for it mm-hmm. but does that really exist i mean the thing is for me is is that i know i know that i have to help people i know that i need to make a difference i know that i need to i know that i need to be all I need to be everything for somebody. I need to. I need. I need to. It's stay. these objectives. I need to get my Objective hands in the blood. I need to get my hands in the blood. I need to get my hands in everything, and I need to. I need to in the blood. In the blood, bro. In the Blood. Yeah. Um, <clears> I, I gotta. I gotta experience things, and I think that I've always been the person that appreciates extremes. I do think that life is experience in acceleration, not speed. I think that you have to experience life, and appreciate those. Focal points, as we were talking about before, and I just, I really, I just, I don't know. I'm ready for it, man. I think that I am just.
0: Dude, I just get really excited when when people talk about the end of the college career. I just feel like, and again, yeah, it's not just the end of the college career, right? It's Mm -hmm. this excitement for this life that comes after, Mm -hmm. and again, it's you making your decision, your choice to go and do these things, because now you have the freedom. You're not tied down to this institution that, again, has helped you in letting you make your decisions. However, starting that actual, you know, I just get really excited about that. And
1: I think that we all kind of get tied up in, um, you know, wanting to wanting to be the best you that you can be. And I think that everybody kind of gets mixed up in the minutia of it. It's like, oh, uh, I should have worked out this morning, or, oh, uh, I shouldn't have you know, done this other thing or, uh, you know, so on and so forth. But at the end of the day, I think it's really important to have
0: that guiding light that... As, as long as you know it's the right thing to do. Yeah,
1: and you're just going towards what matters most to you. To you. That's, um,
0: what, that's what, that's why I don't worry when I miss a workout. It's like, I'm always going to come back to it. You know what right. I mean? Like, I, no, at some point, there's going to be a period where I work out again continuously.
1: Yeah, but I think you know, that's just an example I was using, but like, just again being the best you that you can possibly be and and as long as you don't
0: lose sight of that
1: yeah and just being fulfilled i think that what is really really cool and something i really really appreciate about my partner Haley is is that she uh works for the epa Mm -hmm. of course you don't think that you get into a place like that and you know get a big girl job and especially in in that field without being incredibly passionate about what you and I don't mean to speak for her, but I think that she's also in a place like where it's like she got to that end of the rainbow you know when she was a kid, she was like, "You know, I want to work for the EPA, I want to do this, I want to help the environment, I want to make a difference um and now she's like still kind of you know kind of in that spot where it's like, you know is this is this my endpoint mm-hmm. and she's like I, I I want to do more." Um, and I think that that's just really really cool it's just, it's not a just physical place it's not just a happenstance in life that everybody's going towards it's not you know unless it's you not know, possibly being an n f l quarterback but it's like even once you get there it's like okay now there's 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 another there's another goal i think that having those ideologies of being fulfilled and being having that self actualization self
0: actualization that's what I was about yeah it's...
1: and just getting Getting towards being you is is really really cool and something that I really appreciate all about a lot of the people around me and are just a great role model for where I I, I need to be and it's it's really cool having having that example mm. and like my family and my sisters and oh, yeah. all these people around me it's like I again ready for it but ready for what really matters. Not just being a nurse, not just going to grad school, not just all these other things, but it's like
0: what really internally matters.
1: Yeah, exactly. Intrinsically being able to appreciate, have that, um, self-reflection and being able to be, you know, I need to grow here. I need to do this. I need to,
0: mm-hmm. you know, and I would strive again. No. And I've personally, you know, Patrick lived here for a year and he was that example that, that close example Such for me. A cool guy yeah that it, it to, to like have a direction to have a drive to have a motivation to to fulfill your identity and fulfill your your idea of success or whatever so i i understand completely having those that person close to you like you said like having your partner haley her being kind of that beacon of light for you and not that she's a beacon mm-hmm. but is she in in a way yes but i i, I think when you're when you and I right now we are in a place of content and contentment and happiness, and I think it's in times like this that's when you should be that light for somebody else, you know what I mean you should strive to be that light Heck for yeah. somebody you, else
1: that's a great point mm-hmm. um I think that i i think that I've really fixated on that for a long time and trying to Learn to also put myself in the picture as well, and being selfish um, was something that I, I worked on. Being selfish
0: is hard sometimes. Yeah,
1: and it's something that I needed to learn about and be able to get better at, and that that's definitely been a, a, a learning experience for me. And I think that again, as you, as I as I keep kind of it keeps coming back to actually Haley hates that keep, like he said I said. So I, I had a I had a really cool. Um, Especially recently for Halloween, I got to go see my sisters, which was wonderful because I hadn't seen them in forever. Mm -hmm. My sisters and I were very, very close. And they just were talking about how different I just seemed, just like being happy. (laughs) Um, And and just like having uh, very serious conversations with them related to uh, personal matters. But um, of course, like I pointed over to Haley and she was got very much was like don't don't you don't, don't you dare put all your growth on me <laughs> but I think that having that support having somebody that that wants you to be everything that you can be for you mm-hmm. um, is is just so extremely important. beneficial it's so important
0: Mm-hmm. Have.
1: and i think that i just am i'm just in that place like where it's it's terrifying
0: mm-hmm.
1: where it's just like i am definitely in a place where i didn't expect to be right especially now especially after covid especially everything that's been happening and being able to take a look back at where i have been and where i'm at now it's it's really scary <laughs> But it's 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 nice. It's, it's nice. Exhilarating. It's exhilarating. It's freeing. It's I'm just so happy. I'm so happy.
0: I know. I I keep saying this phrase to myself, and it's a scary phrase. It's a really scary phrase. But I, I told you before when you first came in. But I'm the happiest I've been since absolutely since four years, like since my senior year of high school. And I was
1: talking with my roommate about that. Like I had I never have lived with a friend before. Mm-hmm. That's I, my first uh, one of my first couple roommates in college we became friends but like it wasn't like he wasn't one of my close friends
0: Mm -hmm.
1: living with a close friend and having a partner like that and having a job where I get to feel fulfilled, feel like I'm good at what I'm doing feel like I'm in a groove, feel like I'm you know, beasting it out
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, starting to feel like I'm in the right major, I'm in the right place, I'm making the right decisions for myself, it's just everything just kind of feels like it's synchronicity together bro. Yeah. And it's just a wonderful feeling against what we talked about is like being feeling like you feeling like you're in the right place. Right. And setting yourself up for success is again a big leap of faith and being vulnerable with yourself, but it's it's nothing like I felt before. Yeah, but damn does it feel good. Damn does it feel good. I think a big thing is like again, like think about it like a like a year ago I lost my job as an RA because I was an idiot. Um, I was like frantically searching for a roommate, finding a new place, finding a new job, finding a, and like my dad was diagnosed with cancer at the same time. And like everything just felt like it was just like pouring on. Mm -hmm. And then just like going from that to this is just staggering. It was just like where I was like, felt like, you know, like I was just like kind of in a very tunnel vision, stuck mode of just getting through every day. Right. Like getting through class, getting through school. Oh, getting through yeah. Those conversations. And then now it's like I have the freedom to pursue myself. And it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a really cool it's, it's freeing. And, and be, and again, I, I, I think I've brought Ashley up enough. Um, but <laughs> being surrounded by all these really, really, really ex- exemplary just people, brilliant people really neat people and being able to inspire people yeah and it's like being able to take from what they've learned and they know and also just like things like i learned in the past that just didn't make sense yet hadn't Clicked. sunk in yeah and now like even like conversations i've had with my, my dad in the past sorry i got hiccups <laughs> having like conversations i've had with my dad in the past and just like being able to appreciate all these different perspectives so much more now in the place that I am as an adult, mm-hmm. and I just—I finally feel like you know
0: I got—I got my feet underneath me. I'm finally yeah. drinking almond milk. Drinking <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> no, I I agree. I I think. Like there are a lot of conversations that I've had with my dad that I don't take into account when we're having the conversation, mm-hmm. and then something will happen later. And I'm like, "Damn, he told me about that," <laughs> you right. know, or it just like echoes in my my head a little bit later, you know. And, and things I, think, like
1: I think one of the ones that happened to me uh, was actually from um, my grandma, and I think it was also she she passed away this last year, and it was something that was like kind of really stuck with me. Was is that she, you can value a relationship after you go through three life-changing experiences with that person, whether that's a, hmm. a, a partner, a friend, or whatever. But the thing is, is that you absolutely change as an individual once you go through a life-changing experience. Obviously, that's why it's called that. Right. But you, it's just, uh, her, her thing is, like, you can't propose to a woman until you go through three life-changing experiences. Hmm. But... I also feel like it's the same thing with friends. I feel like it's the same thing with everybody, especially after COVID has happened now, or, like, getting ready for graduation, or, again, it kind of goes back to that that tunnel vision I had at the time. Um, friends that were with me through that. Friends that I still have had my back along the way. Um, I have two friends. Their name is uh, Will and Maddie. Um, they're a couple, and they literally... Been had my back and been with me every step of the way and I think that you finally get to realize who your real friends are who the right. people that you actually need to appreciate and learn something from mm-hmm. when you go through experiences like that and I think that I'm finally in the place where now like what she said really has started sinking because I feel like I've changed so much in this last whatever it was five months <laughs> eight months sure yeah and sure yeah. it's been eight months that's insanity I know but Now being able to take a look back and like how much I've changed, how much, uh, how different I am and all the people that are still have my back and are like, this is, this was, this was the you that you always have been. You just haven't, you know, allowed yourself to be it. Right. And, you know, knowing that some people know you better than you know yourself (laughs) and just like being able to appreciate that and take a step back
0: and, you know. Some people that even aren't your real close friends will just be like, we'll say like, or Michael Smith, he'll just be like, "Yeah, you know, I can tell you've been stressed out cuz usually you're just this like happy-go-lucky guy and just making jokes all the time." I'm like, "Oh, really? That's what I'm usually like?" Cuz I just feel like I'm <laughs> not way, like I that. Am at, at all. yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. I am, I am a good actor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How do you feel about this? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, man. I'm, I it's it's and that's the thing. I I'm talking about we're in this good place. Being a beacon of light for other people, it's great that we get to have this on recording because I know for whenever I fall down again, no, when the monsoon comes, <laughs> when, the, when the monsoon comes, that I can I will be able to breathe a, a breath of relief, you know, listening to this episode again and realizing that there are parts that, that are good and that are powerful enough to, to get me through those tough times. And
1: grounding yourself in the moment and appreciating for where, where you're at. Because I think that at any stage in my life, even, even in those uh, times that I look back on now and uh, think that you know I was stuck or what, whatever else, there was absolutely so many aspects of my life that even some things, again, there's, there's positives and negatives in everything, and there's things to learn from, there's things to grow with, and there's things to appreciate, especially in retrospect that I think that if I even if I were to go back into those moments there there is there is things that I would absolutely be able to appreciate but I think that especially now looking back on it that in the future I will be able to hopefully count my blessings mm-hmm. and you know 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 what matters most to me especially in the changes that I've experienced right that you know what Again, people that matter, um, and aspects of my life that really have made an impact and difference for me. That yeah. I I think that I'll be able to value and keep as a part of my life for the future.
0: Yes, good talk. Yes. I love it. Good day. Uh, it's, no, it's see, a very good day. It's a very good day. It just gets me so hyped. That's like that's all I'm saying. Um, so I think that's probably a good good part to, to call, a, it a rap. call it a wrap. Call it a wrap. Yeah. No, and we you know we could go for hours and hours. We always hours could. Yeah. Um, but you know I appreciate having you on here and and having a, an intelligent conversation. Thank you so much. For me. Wasn't that nice? Wasn't that just? just so fulfilling and dandy and just, you know, makes me, makes me ready to to get at the world, you know, (laughs) that was a great conversation, I was really glad I had it and really glad I have it to be able to share with you all as well, so, uh, yeah, and you know, it's kind of interesting that I feel like that feeling has already passed, so, uh, but like re-listening to it and editing it was like such a, you know, it brought me back into the moment and, uh, you know, I, I'm glad. I know I'll get to that place again. I'm not like far off from where I was, but you know things come and go. So at least I know it's an achievable place now. You know, um, but I appreciate you listening, and hope you enjoyed it as much as I do. And uh, yeah, have a good one. Thanks for listening. I love you, amen. Okay, bye. Afita say. Afita say.